Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello and welcome to One Up, delivered through the AI podcast channel. I'm your host, as ever, Guy Drinkle, and joining me is Carl, as usual. How are you doing, Carl? Not too bad, Guy. How about yourself? I'm good. I'm good. It's um, I know I was speaking to Simon yesterday. Uh, hefty horse for people who don't know. He was in Ireland telling it was pissing down, but it's been an all right weather up here in the northeast. So how's it been in Ireland? Yeah, he pretty much sums it up with a lot of rain lately. But, you know, I'll take rain over kind of hailstones any day. And we usually kind of get them this time of year. So, fingers crossed the rain is here to stay. <laughs> oh, that'll do. That'll do. I agree with that. None, none of this snow shit just yet. <laughs> but um, on the show today, Carl, I mean, we kind of in the lull of video game and stuff. So, we thought we might as well have a look to the future and in terms of 2019 have a look at games and other stuff that may be coming out in that year so we'll do we'll get into that subject in a little bit but i mean might as well start with the news but as we said it's a bit of a lull so we've just got a couple of two well two biggish things to talk about haven't we yeah so um as you said there's not much news this week but we do have one item um it's kind of a combination of, of multiple stories um, and it's just a roundup of the, the Game Awards 2018 and, and the, a little bit on the, the kind of funny game showcases. Both events took place uh, over the weekend um, and the source for this one is yours truly. I, I wrote it myself based on, on my viewings of, of both events um, and uh, so without further ado, uh, the Game Awards 2018 took place in the early hours of Friday morning. Jeff Keighley's baby continues to grow year on year as there were more exclusive announcements than ever. Notable announcements included The Outer Worlds, Obsidian's first-person open-world RPG set to launch in 2019 for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. The studio, which was recently purchased by Microsoft, was previously responsible for Fallout New Vegas and finds its roots with Interplay, the company responsible for the original Fallout titles. So it's not surprising that the game appears to take influence from the Fallout series. 
Far Cry New Dawn, a spin-off to this year's Far Cry 5, which is set to release on February 15th, 2019 for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. New Dawn will feature a post-apocalyptic world set in Far Cry 5's Hope County. The Switch will get a Marvel exclusive of its own, with Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, The Black Order, being developed by Team Ninja for release in 2019. This will be a long-awaited announcement for fans of the series, with the last game in the series having released in 2009. That one's for Stu. The Bandicoot himself showed up on stage to confirm Crash Team Racing Nitro Field for release on June 21st, 2019, for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. The remaster, which was teased prior to the awards and was confirmed by the Bandicoot himself on stage, will be developed by Beanox. Bioware's Dragon Age The Dreadwolf Rises was revealed, with the return of the character Solus from Dragon Age Inquisition teased. Other new, new game announcements were Among Trees, Atlas, Hades, Journey to the Savage Planet, The Last Campfire, Mortal Kombat 11, The Pathless, Sayonara Wild Hearts, Scavengers, Stranger Things 3, The Game, and Survived By. There were also trailers for previously revealed titles such as Anthem and Devil May Cry 5, and Persona 5's Joker was revealed as the first paid DLC character for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. There were, of course, awards at the Game Awards. Go figure. The big winners on the night were Sony Santa Monica's God of War, which picked up the big one, being crowned Game of the Year 2018, and also picking up the awards for Best Game Direction and Best Action Adventure Game. Rockstar's Red Dead Redemption 2 may not have picked up Game of the Year, but it certainly was honoured, picking up four awards, Best Narrative, Best Score slash Music, Best Audio Design, and Best Performance for Roger Clark's performance as Arthur Morgan. Inevitably, Epic's Fortnite was going to pick up something, with it bagging the awards for Best Multiplayer Game and Best Ongoing Game. Indie darling Celeste managed to pick up both Best Indie Game and the Games for Impact Award, And while Celeste may have beaten them to one award, 2018's other indie hits, The Messenger, Best Debut Indie Title, and Dead Cells, Best Action Game, also picked up awards. Make sure to check out the awards online if you haven't already. It can be viewed on the Game Awards YouTube channel. The Game Awards wasn't the only notable gaming event to take place over the weekend, with Kinda Funny debuting their game showcase on Saturday. The showcase featured 69 games, including the announcement of the Western release of Judgment, which is set in the world of Sega's Yakuza series. The title is set for release in the West in summer 2019. The showcase largely focused on indie titles, offering them a platform to show their titles to the world. Again, if you haven't checked it out already, I'd recommend giving it a watch. It's available on the Kind of Funny Games YouTube channel. And... That's it for for the news story today. Did did you catch the awards yourself, guy? Yeah, I watched the the game awards live. Um, possibly a waste of time <laughs> staying up till that time, <laughs> but uh, no, it was it was a good fun night. I mean, it kept me awake, which it, it's more than some stuff do. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a good night. There were some surprises in there. There were some things that seemed a tad pointless. I mean, we we spent a lot of the last pod um speculating what the um uh, russo brothers were doing there and it turned out not much <laughs> um but yeah it's uh, it, it was it was a good night overall i mean might as well going to the games and uh, the awards now i mean i think we both guessed that rdr2 and god of war would get the fair share of 
fair share of awards. I mean, were you happy with the result? I know you predicted um, uh, predicted I wanted God of War to win, but the big one. But were you happy how it was shared out between the two games? Yeah, I, I think I think the 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 awards each of them got largely made sense. I, I, there was a couple of surprises. I mean, I, I really thought that uh, best action adventure game might go to Spider Man, so that that got its its fair dues. It, it seems kind of harsh that such a great game didn't get a single award, but maybe it's just unlucky with the games that released alongside. Similarly, I was a little surprised that Red Dead actually. I knew. It'll pick up a lot of awards, but the the soundtrack award, um, the, mm. the music score that that was a bit of a surprise. I, I thought Celeste would pick that up because Celeste was so lauded for yeah. its music, uh, which is a big part of the game. But I mean, largely, you know, it, it was kind of as we predicted. You know, we knew Red Dead would pick up best story. We knew God of War would pick up best direction. Uh, we knew Celeste would pick up best indie title. Um. You know, we we didn't bother saying it, but I'm sure everyone and their mother knew that um, Fortnite was going to pick up best multiplayer title. Um, so, it, you know, it, it, I, I thought it was reasonably well spread out, but I'm a little disappointed for Spider-Man that it, it didn't manage to pick anything up. What did you think of the results? Yeah, I mean, as as known, I, I wanted, I, I thought RDR should win. Uh, but no, I mean, I, I'm very happy that God of War won because it was it was a it was a it was a fantastic game, and I think it was shared out well. I mean, it, it I think it was a surprise that RDR got the music, but when they did the actual live performance on stage, you're like, all right, this is pretty cool. <laughs> so you can kind of yeah. see why. But it did it did have brilliant music. I mean, I think some people didn't like the fact that the uh, music and score didn't had words in it, but I thought, especially in the game, I mean, if you want the full in-depth review go there we i think we talk about it a bit but the the score it's certainly at the end of the game it just improved it just improved the emotional state of the game for me so yeah i think it i think it deserved that best narrative i think that's very fair um you could have flipped that either and normally normally you give best narrative or best game direction to the one that you kind of want a fair treatment so i'm not surprised one got best narrative and got one got best game and vice versa um, so yeah, I think it was a good. I think it was good overall. But I mean, the main takeaway for me is, is the amount of games that were released. There was plenty that I honestly didn't give a toss about, but there were so many surprises in there. But the one from the game that stood out for me, Carl's probably Outer Worlds. Um, it, it just I, well, I, I knew Obsidian were teasing some stuff, but it did look bloody fantastic to my in my opinion. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I mean, I'm a big fan of obsidian of course as you know as, as we both are and we discussed that when but you know when for i think this will be the third time now we've mm. we've talked about them being picked up by microsoft and, and what a great acquisition it was but i mean fallout new vegas well not my favorite fallout title it's it, it's very close to fallout 3 which would be my favorite and um you know that this south park the stick of truth and um knights of the old republic 2 i mean they've done excellent games so i mean to see them finally do kind of an open world rpg but for it to be their own original product you know for the first time since some of these guys worked on fallout back in the day um it's really exciting um i did was it just me or did 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 the game kind of remind you of borderlands i mean oh yeah yeah like it really did the setting and the having guns in in um 
kind of in in vending machines and stuff like it really seems to take a lot of inspiration from from borderlands um but that that's not necessarily a bad thing i was gonna borderlands say that's great pretty game. great <laughs> um, yeah like so i'm i'm excited and i think they've been talking a lot about the game since its reveal and i mean you, you can tell it's it's very fallout inspired this um you've got companions who follow you around and you know it's 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 it seems very quite hardcore as well from what i've read so i mean it, it's really exciting it's, it's probably one of straight away become one of my most anticipated games for mm. for 2019 which um kind of nice nice uh hint to, to what's to come and the rest of the pod but uh <laughs> yeah no it's it's really really uh, an exciting one um you know is it, is and, it meant to be multiplayer well I've, i haven't really read anything outside i don't stuff. think so no I, I i'll double check now but i'm, I'm pretty sure it's a, a single player yeah, um open world rpg um but while i'm checking that speaking of other of open world rpgs what, what did you think of the um far cry announcement um, yeah, I mean, Far Cry, well, especially 3 and 4, I mean, before that, I think I played one, some of the older Far Cry games, when I was probably too young for them, and, uh, yeah, I, I just didn't like them, <laughs> but Far Cry 3 and 4, they were some of the mo- more special games, or best games on, on, um, on this gen, on last gen, I think 3 was last gen, um, yeah, they were just both brilliant, and, um, I haven't really, I haven't really played it since four. If I'm honest, I didn't play. Um, oh, what's bloody primal, 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 primal? Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't play that, and I haven't played five. But it, I'll probably get five. But you just motivation to play at the minute because, like, I've made all these promises to your car that I'd go back and play Assassin's Creed and all that jazz. I just haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I've barely been on my Xbox. <laughs> it's just. Um, yeah, I'll probably get around to Far Cry Five, but I mean, it, for me, it, it, it's two things. I think it's I know Far Cry Five has got a bit of a, a bit of a backlash compared to the other two ones I mentioned. So I think it may be a quick fix for that, or they're just trying to cash in Ubisoft style and make a, a five point five kind of game. But um, I hope it. I hope it's rather. I hope it's cashing in rather than trying to fix a broken game. Um, which, well, fair dues make you money, but no, I mean, it, it looked it looked interesting. It looked like, well, it just looked like um, what's the bloody film? Mad Max. It just looked like Mad Max, didn't it? Yeah, it does. It, it does very much. So, it it definitely. I mean, and, and yeah, it's strange. I'm I'm right there with you in that. Like, I played through three and four, through love three, enjoyed four. I played a bit of two, which you know obviously was where the ideas that were introduced in the the series later kind of came from, but it it wasn't quite refined at that point. But um, I mean, I never got around to five. It's it's or primal. They're they're but especially primal is something I wanted to play, and yeah. I just I just never got around to it. Um, you know, I got there with the from five. It was you know a lot of people liked it, but then at the same time, there were a lot of people who seemed to think kind of there was a degree of fatigue with the series. Um, you know, with them all being so similar and like now to have this coming out just 12 months or less than 12 months, I think it is later, uh, seems a bit crazy. But at the same time, people seem hyped about it. Like I've, the previews look very good since the reveal. Like so um, p- people seem to be excited about that one. Like so it'll be interesting to see kind of how it how it fares. Um, and what did you think of um, 
the Switch, you know, get, getting a, a, an exclusive Marvel game. Was that, that a surprise? Um, Not a surprise, but I have one question, Carl. I put it in the group. Where's Xbox and Marvel fucking <laughs> exclusive? <laughs> <laughs> we must be due one. Uh, it's the, just taking a piss. Yeah, they, I suppose they just gotta, it's got to be about making those deals. I mean, I don't know how this one came up. About it'd be interesting to know because obviously we know with with um, Spider Man it was it was linked to the to kind of the movies, but um, with um, this one, like it would be interesting how this came about because you know this is a sequel to a series that was on basically every system when it first came out, and uh, so it's crazy now that it's it's nine years later or ten years it's going to be when the time it comes out we're getting the sequel and it's going to be exclusive to the Switch. Um, it's, it's, it's definitely an interesting situation. Um, I was actually quite a big fan of the original kind of series. So, um, I, I was excited to, to see this. Not, not sure on the, the art style. A lot of people kind of pointed to that. It's, it's not great. Mm. Um, but you know, you never know. Sometimes you, you see that with a game, but then when you play it, it, it makes sense in in the context of the game. So it looked a bit like a phone game. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I hate. Yeah, it, it felt like it almost reminded me of those. And then you'd be paying microtransactions to get characters and just that kind of stuff. I'm doubt it will be like that. Of course, it'll be a, a full game, but it still just reminds you of that. And I suppose that's <laughs> some skepticism. Um, sneak in there um and then what else did we have on the the night um oh dragon, dragon age yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. we knew that was coming because it was obviously they they said they were going to announce it before but that was kind of a, a weird one i mean to announce a game that's clearly not coming out for two three years i mean we discussed that in the last pod like it's just you know are they concerned about anthem and you know haven't seen the trailer for anthem at the the game awards you know and and how the the story the apparent story trailer just seems so generic mm. um you know evil guy using anthem to end the suffering by inevitably causing more suffering you know it's it's quite quite cliched I mean, I, I think my my excitement for Anthem, you know, the more I see of the game, the less interested I am in it. It's it's like Fallout seventy six again, guy. I'm, I'm getting worried. <laughs> well, uh, what, what do you think? Well, similarly to Fallout seventy six, I have had from pre ordered. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, may uh, be one for me to cut because I think they're doing early. Um, betas or demos or whatever the hell they're going to call it this time. I think they have early demos or betas in, in, in 2019, so hopefully if it's a pre-order reward or preview or whatever, I, I can hopefully report back on that. Kind of like I did with all that. I already played that for one session. But uh, yeah, I mean I'm quite looking forward to Anthem because I do trust Bioware and stuff like that, but I do agree with you. The more I see of it, the more I think why couldn't this just be Dragon Age or Mass Effect? <laughs> yeah. that, that's just the thing. I, I know, I know they can't just keep making the same two, two I, IP franchises, whatever. But I mean, EA has Star Wars. Uh, you could have done Knights of the Old Republic three or, re, or revamp that. It just seemed it. If it turns out to be a failure, it's just you just got to think it's a big waste of Bioware because obviously Andromeda was done by. Um, 
I think it was done by the secondary team or whatever you'd call it, wasn't it? So that that's pretty much two games they would have wasted if Anthem does turn out to be a flop. But I mean, I'm I'll, I'll give I'm still giving Anthem a chance. But if the if the bait is as disappointing as say Fallout seventy six, I mean, I'm I'm not I'm, I'd probably wait for it to go cheap because I mean EA games tend to go down in price, especially if they're shit. <laughs> but um, I mean, I think I think the Division Two's and pretty much within a week of that. So I mean, it's no danger of me waiting for a game there. Um, so yeah, I mean Anthem is it, it it's. I don't think it's on life support just yet, but I mean, I think they need to start impressing a bit more. But more on Dragon Age, I think you're more familiar with the actual franchise than me. I mean, Dreadwolf coming back, that means nothing to me, I won't lie. Does that mean anything to you? Yeah, um, the obviously the, the character Solus turned out to be the kind of orchestrator of all the events in, in Dragon Age Inquisition. Spoilers. Um, <gasps> you know, and... But you didn't know whether he, he survived the end or not, but it, it seems he, he did, and he'll be back in, in Dragon Age 4, and I guess you're going to have to put him down. I think I think, think that's the inevitable storyline there, but uh, I mean, I'm, I'm excited for that. It, it may be a few years off, but I mean, I loved Dragon Age Origins. I loved Dragon Age Inquisition. Less said about Dragon Age 2, the better, but, you know, sometimes oh, every series has its hiccup, but uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm very excited for for that one. So regardless of what happens with Anthem, I, I will be excited to see what um what what Dragon Age Four brings to the table in in probably on PlayStation Five at this point. Um, but yeah, no, the 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 other notable announcement for me actually was strangely not a, a game, but a, a character announcement. The the fact that Joker from Persona Five is is coming to. Uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. You're a new Switch owner, and I'm sure you've, if you haven't already, that you will be picking up Smash Bros. soon. Um, were you surprised at all by that? Like a character that's primarily featured in a, a PlayStation Five exclusive coming to the Switch? Um, it didn't really mean anything to me, if I'm honest. <laughs> that's probably all I'd say. It's just, uh. I, I, I didn't have any feelings towards because I've I've never had experience with Persona uh, in any way, but I, mean, just, I thought it was just a bit weird. They're already announcing DLC. I don't even think the game. I think the game was launched on that night as well. So it just, it's just a bit weird they were announcing DLC already. Um, I think you know. I I think I think it's probably for two reasons. I mean, firstly because. I th- when um, Sakurai came out and said that Nintendo were picking the DLC characters this time around, whereas I believe he had a large influence on the Wii U version. Mm. Um, and there was a lot of backlash on that. People were, especially with the, the, the pre-order bonus being a piranha plant. Not even PD Piranha, you know, known for his, his um, appearances in, in, in Mario kind of like. It was just a generic piranha plant. So people were thinking, oh my God, it's going to be a Goomba. It's going to be a Shy Guy. It's going to be a Dry Bones, you know. And people were like, ugh, this is going to be awful. Mm. Um, and I think, so I think Nintendo wanted to shut that down somewhat by being like, look, we went and got joker from persona 5 you know one of the the biggest games of 2017 you know he's coming across and you know and and technically right now persona 5 is a ps5 or ps4 exclusive and ps3 as well actually in japan 
Might not be for long. We'll get to that in a moment. But he is also featured in Persona 2, or sorry, Persona Q2, uh, which is a 3DS title. So I suppose technically he's he's on a Nintendo platform already. Um, but but nonetheless, they, they felt kind of it was an announcement that would make waves. And now people look at the hype. Now people are like, oh my God, Banjo could well happen. And uh, pe- people are talking about, you know, potentially Crash Bandicoot popping up. And, oh, yeah. Uh, Resident Evil characters. There's a lot of a lot of uh, rumors over that now. A Resident Evil character showing up in, in, uh, in Smash Bros. Maybe Leon. Kennedy, you know, when when Resident Evil 2 remake launches in the spring, you know, so so people are really hyped about it now. And I think the other reason is because, as I said, Persona 5 might be currently a PlayStation 5 exclusive. But as soon as the announcement was made, you know, people started announcing on their sites that their sources were saying that uh, Persona 5 port would be coming to the Switch in 2019, which makes a lot of sense because Persona 4 only really broke ground when it was released for the PlayStation Vita and it went on to be like the it's like largely like widely regarded as the best PlayStation Vita game there is you know so um, it doesn't surprise me that Persona 5 would find its way to to a handheld and I'm excited because I never got around to playing it on PS5 and the idea of being able to to play it on the go is great for a a game that's probably going to take a hundred plus hours. So I'm personally excited at the the prospect of, of getting persona on a switch. Um, but yeah, like, uh, that, that kind of covers the, the main, um, kind of announcements there. Um, did, did you also catch the, the kind of funny game showcase? Um, no, I didn't watch that. I completely forgot about it, if I'm honest, but just to add some stuff from the game awards, crash bandicoot, filthy. Got get, I'm getting that game. I'm getting yeah. that, yeah. Oh, yeah, true. I, forgot, I almost forgot about that. Um, There's another one I want to mention as well. <laughs> it, it was a bit of a surprise that Beanox are, are developing that. Like, I really thought Vicarious Visions would be developing it, considering they developed the spiritual sequel, you know, that, that you you were discu- uh, you brought up um, oh, yeah. during the last show. Like, they, they developed the sequel, or sorry, the spiritual sequel to um, Crash Team Racing, and they're obviously still at Activision. So it, it was a bit strange that Beanox were, were chosen to yeah. do this remaster, but it looks like they've done a great job. I'm, I'm really excited. I think for this they, made, they, made a, they made a racing version of Skylanders or something like that, so it kind of makes sense-ish, because I was, I was watching a video on what what the trailer taught us or something like that, so it was... Uh, yeah, it's it's apparently going to be a racing game. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean it. It did look brilliant. It looks like it's just going to be the the, the fun I had as a child. But um, I just wanted to mention one last thing before I let you go on to the um, kind of funny game showcase thing. I, it probably doesn't mean as much to you, but um, obviously the people who created Ark announced Atlas as well. Uh, that big pirate MMO thing, and that that looks straight up my street. I've been, I've been more pirates. A, yeah, <laughs> I was disappointed by Sea of Thieves, but I still have hope for that. Skull and Bones, I will mention later in the podcast. Um, but this this looks like it could be could be the one could be the one I've been waiting for since uh, Black Flag. <laughs> uh, but nice. yeah, Atlas looks really re- uh, looks really up my street on that one. So I mean, I'll I'll, I'll ask you then. What what did you? enjoy and what did you take away from the games cast show thingy 
Yeah, you know, I, I didn't really have much of an expectation set. And I, I think I think that was the way a lot of people were looking at it. And I think the kind of funny have said that themselves, that people were kind of expect, And they even when they first said they do it, thought, oh, it'll be 15 minutes with a few trailers. But, you know, it was an over, over an hour that the show and hmm. it, it featured 69 games. I'm sure that was intentional. Um, and it was largely indie games, but you got a kind of a mix of kind of like kind of full on trailers and, and montages of, of certain genres. And it was cool to kind of give these indie games a platform because a lot of times in, you know, kind of E3 press conference stuff, you know, we get this like minute long hype trailer for indie games on Microsoft stage. And that's really it, you know, and, and then the odd company decides to focus on like EA, like the EA originals, they might focus on one game or, but that's really all you get, you know, but so it was good to see them get a proper platform. And, you know, I kind of see some, seen some indie titles that, that um, I'm genuinely excited for now. Like one standout for me was Vane, which is, is coming to PlayStation 5 in the new year. Um, it, it kind of reminded me a bit of, of kind of inside and and limbo and it's it's supposedly somewhat inspired by ico which was a, a playstation 2 game and um, so i'm really excited for that like it looks right up my my alley um and you know it wasn't just indie titles they, they had a couple of of non-indie games like and with the highlight being that they they announced the western release of judgment which is um was released um only recently in in japan as as um it was a project george i think uh, it's basically a game where you you set in the yakuza world where you you play as a cop uh trying to look to solve like a, a series of murders um, and i've always liked the look of the yakuza games not sure it's a series i'm ever going to get the chance to actually try because there's just so many of them but you know it, it looked really cool and you know just to, to say anyone who hasn't checked it out and would be somewhat interested it, it's an hour worth your time just to kind of get an idea of the the indie titles on the the horizon um, so I, I definitely recommend it. Um, same to you, of course, guy. But um, <laughs> you know, yeah, that 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 pretty much sums up my thoughts on the the showcase. Um, so shall we move on to the topic of the show? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just one disappointment from the game awards. Why the hell was Avengers? <laughs> uh, it'll it'll turn up one of these shows. Oh dear. But uh, yeah, let's let's move on to the topic of the show. I mean, we're going to have a look at games and other stuff possibly coming out in 2019. So I'll let you have the first one, Carl. Any, what are you looking forward to this year? Yeah, next. So year. I I thought um, what we do is go through a list of um, release dates, and then we can kind of stop. Uh, you can stop me at any point, or I'll stop myself at any point to kind of make mention of it, of any games we're particularly excited for. Um, so starting off with January, we got Catastronauts for the Switch, January 3rd, JCB Pioneer Mars for the Switch, January 3rd, Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story plus Bowser Jr. Story 3DS, January 11th, still getting 3DS games in, in 2019, um, New Super Mario Bros. U for the Switch, January 11th. Tales of Vesperia Definitive Edition for PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch, January 11th. I'm looking forward to this. Tales of Vesperia was one of my favorite games on the 360. I played it to death. I'll probably play it to death again. Um, so I just want to say I'm, I'm excited for that <laughs> one. Um, Amanusha Warlords 
for PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch, and that's January 15th. Another one I'm really excited for. Did you play the Amanusha games back on the, the PS2? Oh, no, you're, you're, the, you're the JRPG Japanese guy. I've met. Amanusha's not a... Um, it's not a, an RPG per se. It's it's um, kind of like it's an action game. It's it's kind of like I suppose it's I'd say it's it's somewhat like the the uh, a game that kind of laid the way for for things like Dark Souls and oh, um, <laughs> no <laughs> that that kind of thing. It's it's I wouldn't say it's as hard though. It wouldn't be nearly as hard. Oh, that's okay. Um, but oh, the Amanusha Warlords is a remake of the first Amanusha game and. Uh, or anyone who likes kind of Dark Souls or, um, you know, even like Devil May Cry and stuff. So it's a little slower pace than that. Like it's it's brilliant. I'd, I'd recommend it. Yeah. Um, but moving on, uh, Hell Warders for PC, PS4, Xbox One, January 17th. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Uh, Ace Combat 7, Skies Unknown, PS4, Xbox classic. One, That's January 18th. It's a classic game. You, you're a fan of the series? Not a fan, but it's just one of them games you always had. As, well, in my house, I had as a kid. But not at the, it, it's just one of them ones. It was there to piss you off. <laughs> I had no idea why I played it, but it was just there. Uh, but no, I mean, I probably wouldn't pick it up. But it, it sounds like one of those games that'll be like games with gold, like next year. Or the year after, I should say. It's just... I'll, I'll definitely be getting it when it's that. But yeah, I'll let you continue. Nice. Um, Travel Strikes Again, No More Heroes, Switch, January 18th. That game feels like it was announced like years ago. Um, it's, it's, it's a strange one. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the Council Complete Edition, PS4, Xbox One, January 22nd. Resident Evil 2 Remake, PC, PS4, Xbox One, January 25th. Um, I am looking forward to that one. Mm-hmm. I've never, I've only ever finished Resident Evil 5, which is like one of the worst ones. But it, it's a fun co-op game, I, I, I found. I, if you, I as long that's as the only one I've finished as well. Yeah. <laughs> but Resident Evil 2 Remake, 
I mean, Resident Evil 2 was the first Resident Evil game I ever experienced. I remember two of my cousins, uh, they're, they're both um, a couple of years older than me, and we were at one of their houses, and they were playing Resident Evil 2, and I was scared shitless. I mean, when I remember the scene where the liquor drops off the, the ceiling, <laughs> and then Leon just has to leg it. And I just remember like being, holy shit, get me out of this room. And like <laughs> when I was a kid, I was terrified of these games. So, but I'm really excited to to, to play this game now. Like that, a lot of people say it's with, the best Resident Evil. Yeah, that that was me with Resident Evil Nemesis, actually. <laughs> but um, oh, it's it's one of my most anticipated games, certainly for the, the start of the year. Um. But moving on, Tropico 6 PC, January 25th, Genesis Alpha 1 PC, PS4, Xbox One, January 29th, Kingdom's Hearts 3 PS4, Xbox One, January 29th. Is it actually going to come out on January 29th, Guy? Um, I'm putting you on the spot here. (laughs) Possibly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, it has to. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's been put back about 10 years now, hasn't it? <laughs> it Pretty has much. to come out. I mean, it's, it's weird. that I mean, not many big... I know, there's a couple biggish titles in here, but I mean, Kingdom Hearts must be one of the most looked forward to or anticipated, if I actually use my bloody words, anticipated series because obviously there's been such a long wait for it to come out in January is a bit weird, isn't it? But um, maybe they're giving themselves leeway to push it back into the prime time. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, it has to come out. I mean, if it, if it gets put further back, it'll just be absolutely stupid. But, um, I mean, if we continue the list, I I think there's a couple we could probably miss out here because I've not even heard of them. I mean, over, <laughs> Overkill's The Walking Dead. I mean, it, I've heard a couple things on it. It seems to be like a a hard game, doesn't it? I mean, but I, mean, I think we've mentioned this on other ones. It, Walking Dead game? I mean, if it's not Left 4 Dead 3, are you that asked? Um, yeah, I kind of get your, your point. A friend of mine was was a little uh, excited about this. I remember at the time it was announced, he, he wanted um, us to, to kind of, we are all going to jump on it and play it together. Um, and I watched a couple of trailers and I remember just thinking, yeah, this is, this is uh, basically Left 4 Dead, but it's not left for dead, so that that kind of would would concern me a, yeah. a little bit. Um, it's probably something I'm I'm going to give a miss, but I I gather you know people people are generally um, kind of excited for it. Um, so some people anyway. Obviously, there's some people who just eat up everything Walking Dead related that comes mm. out. So mm. that's on February eighth, if anyone's actually interested. But. Uh... Looking further down the list, I mean, Crackdown Three. We, I think, well, we got more. We got uh, more Terry Crews, didn't we, at the Game Awards that we didn't really mention? But I mean, again, this is kind of similar to Kingdom Hearts. Is it actually going to come out, Carl? I think so at this stage. I think, I think when they gave us that 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 date on um, the Xbox kind of showcase thing, but there a few weeks ago, I think that they kind of have to die by the sword now at that date. Yeah. Um, and speaking of that date, I mean, I'm just looking here at this list. Crackdown 3, Dead or Alive 6, Far Cry New Dawn now as of the Game Awards, mm. and Jump Force all out on mm. February 15th. That's interesting as well. Yeah. I mean, that's 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 stacked. Especially interesting Dead or Alive 6 and Jump Force, obviously both, both fighting games. 
Um, but you know, it's it's pe- people are going to have to to make some decisions with these games. Personally, Crackdown Three will be the one I'll be picking up day yeah, one. If I was going to put them in order, I'd probably say Crackdown Three. I might get that. I'll probably get that on Game Pass. Yeah. Oh yeah, is that, is that going to be day and day for Game Pass? Yeah, I mean, all, all the exclusives oh, is is day one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Look. I'd say I'd say Crackdown and Jump Force and then. Far Cry and Dead or Alive. That's probably how I'd order that. But yeah, what were you gonna say? Uh no, I was just gonna say I think I think think February fifteenth, we know what you and I will be doing, we'll be straight on crackdown tree. Oh to, god, yes. To re recap. Oh yeah, you got your Xbox, didn't you? Finally I did, clear. yeah. <laughs> We're, uh, I'm, I'm in there now, you know. So have you actually been on it yet, or not yet? Actually, I need to set. You reminded me of Games Pass. I need to avail of that um, one month, first month for Euro uh, deal because they also you can get the two weeks. So my plan was get the two weeks, yeah. and then when the two weeks is up, pay a Euro for a month, and then that's six weeks for a Euro. It's a, it's a pretty good deal. A, a friend of mine, like he picked up an xbox during the black friday as well and he's just like i told him about games pass and ea access and he's been that's all he's been doing just but on <laughs> ea access and and um the uh, yeah but uh, you know as a, a friend of mine I said he's just been uh, um, eating up the the free games and it's something I'm looking forward to try because it's something new. You don't really have anything mm-hmm. c- comparable on uh, PlayStation. So it'd be great to be able to get Crackdown 3 day and date with, with uh, Games Pass. Um, but yeah, and then, I mean, a week later, speaking of the, the uh, congestion there, mm. uh, we have Anthem um, on February 22nd, which obviously we, we discussed that a, a, a bit earlier. You know, kind of there's, there's been a bit of cold water uh, poured on our our um, expectations, but nonetheless, despite me saying that, I'm probably still going to pick it up. To, and you know, you seem to be maintaining that that, uh, that yeah. pre-order for the moment. Yeah, t- till till it's proven me that it's shit, I will continue to get it because my mate, uh, my mate was looking forward to the division two, and I said. I'll get Anthem because I'm looking forward to that more, and you get Division Two because we games, yeah. And yeah, I don't nice. want my I don't want mine to be the shit one. But um, <laughs> Metro, Metro Exodus is on the same day. I mean, it's uh, I think it's highly impressed whenever we've seen it. Mostly, mostly Avery, um, but uh, it does look a very impressive game. I'm I'm not too familiar with the Metro um, franchise, but it does look an impressive game. So if Anthem turns out to be shit, I might get Metro. Yeah, I mean, I, I like the look of it as well. And, and surprisingly, some of the previews, kind of, especially for me, three time, kind of weren't great for, for Metro Exodus, which I found strange because I, I really liked the, the, the look of the trailers. So I, I don't know whether kind of the extended gameplay that, that mm. these outlets were getting to, to experience um, wasn't quite as polished. Now, with, with that said, you know, you, you hear these things as a game, game we'll, get, we'll get to soon. Obviously, that being Days Gone, that, that had some really poor previews. But, you know, then at Tokyo Game Show, um, it was previewed again and, and people thought it was much improved. So things can kind of improve as, as it comes along. So I'm, I'm sure um, that the game that releases on February 22nd will, will be a lot more polished. Mm. Um, I mean, jumping ahead to March... We have uh, Left Alive on, which I was surprised yeah. when I did up this list that that's coming out so soon. This seems well, to be I'm, a sudden trend. I'm not, with... Yeah, I'm not familiar with it, so I'll let you. I'll let you take lead on this one. 
Yeah, so Left Alive is a kind of survival action game set in the world of uh, Front uh, Front Mission, um, which is a kind of mech RPG series from, from Square Enix. Um, Left Alive seems to be heavily inspired by Metal Gear Solid and fittingly it, it actually brought <laughs> on one of the lo- artists from <laughs> the Metal Gear Solid. looks like Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I think this is what Square Enix are hoping for here is kind of the spiritual successor to 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 left Al- uh, sorry to, to metal gear solid that's what they're hoping for with with left alive so it'll, it'll be interesting to see kind of how the game kind of does but i'm excited they, they got my attention you know and they, they just said oh it's set in the front mission world and and we've got this metal gear solid artist and i was just like yep yeah, i'm in i'm in there day <laughs> one um devil may cry 5 march 8 another game i'll definitely pick up but you know we've we've um i've mentioned that before maybe in in more than once um are are you is that a game that that'll interest you guys don't think i've ever played devil may cry game if i'm honest um you'll have to change that oh i mean i think there's a free demo on xbox i'm not sure if it was the timed whatever um but i might give it a go but uh i mean it's it's stuck in between the anthem and division um time period so it might be one i look at when it's cheaper but yeah i mean the one after devil may cry is the division on march 15th which i mean the first one i think some people say it's a disappointment but it obviously got it was one of them weird games that seemed to revive well not even revive resurrect itself somehow with all the dlc and stuff it added so i'm quite looking forward to division 2 but i just really hope they don't do a destiny 2 and just go ah he's he's destiny 1 again (laughs) Um, yeah that's my one hope that's my one concern for that game but i mean tom clancy games seem to be pretty consistent i mean siege is pretty much bang on uh, since day one i mean the only the only one i can think of is um wildlands that's been pretty poor but i imagine that's had improvements as well so yeah i've got quite i've got decent expectations with the division i just hope it's kind of built on the later success of division one really but um the next one you've uh Noted down or boldened, I should say, is Shakira. Shakira or why did I pick the one I can't pronounce? Shakira <laughs> Shadows Die Twice. <laughs> nice, nice. Well done there. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's uh, March twenty second. Another uh, big one in in my mind. Obviously, it's the the next game from 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 Software, and all the Dark Souls and Bloodborne fans will be really excited about that. I mean, one of my mate basically played like. He spent 2018 playing through Bloodborne and Dark Souls 3, and I think he also played through Dark Souls 2 as well. So he's really excited for that one, and I'm looking forward to trying it myself as well. It seems that I've, I enjoy those games when I never finish them, but maybe this one, you know, it's kind of it's a bit lighter and seems a little faster paced. It, it might it might be kind of up my alley a little bit more than they were. Um, kind of reminds me a little bit of Ninja Gaiden, although I hope it's not as hard as Ninja Gaiden because then there'd be no hope of me finishing it. Um, <laughs> but you know, it, it it's one I'm personally excited for. Um, and moving on to April, Days Gone, as we said, finally comes out in April after being pushed back um 
feels like more than once, but maybe officially it was only ever pit pull, pulled back to once. Um, I mean, is Days Gone something you'll you'll check out, guy? Um, oh god, it's. I mean, if it was on Xbox, I imagine me and my mates would get it. But the fact that it's on PlayStation, it'd just be me. I don't really think I'd get it. Maybe if it was one day very, very cheap. But as I keep saying, the zombie thing is just dead for me. Um, so, I think it'd have to be pretty much free to me check it out, to be honest. Hmm. I, I, I'm kind of... I am interested in it, but I don't think it'd be something I'd pick up early. I think it'd be kind of wait till Black Friday, get it for... 15 euro kind of thing and that that's kind of my personal view on it like it does look interesting but i i'm a bit like you in that you know kind of zombies and post post apocalyptic worlds is a little bit of a burnout although i'll obviously make an exception for the last of us too um but yeah and, and then also as i said those kind of poor previews early on sort of somewhat uh stifled my interest but it is something I'll definitely play, and it is probably the biggest PlayStation exclusive of the year, uh, more so due to there not really being anything else. Um, so it, it'll be interesting to, to, to kind of see how, how it is picked up, you know, and, and how it, it performs um, when it does come out. Um, next would, in terms of notable titles, Rage 2 coming to PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Um, and that's coming out May 14th. That was a, a Game Awards announcement. Um, oh, yes, yeah. I am looking forward to this one. I loved Rage 1. It was kind of just one of those games that came out, and you're kind of like, oh, it's developed by id And people are, you know, some people picked it up and loved it. Some people gave it a miss. I was one of the ones who picked it up, and I, I loved it. So I'm definitely going to be giving this a go. Yeah, I mean, I haven't played Rage 1, Carl. But uh, th- this looks like it's something that could draw me in. I mean, I'm a, I'm a fan, or was a fan of Wolfenstein. Where I need to play the newer ones. Uh, I appreciated Doom. I didn't finish it, but I, I knew it was a good game. So I mean, Rage Two might be something that draws me in. And the fact that it's in, it seems to be at the start of that lull period in the early summer. I, I think that it might be one I pick up. Possibly not day one, but it, it'll be one I pick up. I reckon. But um, I mean, the next one on the list is we mentioned it in in the Game Awards. I mean. Crash Team Racing. Um, I'll be pick- it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll be picking it up day one. I mean, it's one of my favourite yeah, games. Yeah, no, I'm right, I'm right there with you. I love kart racers, and although I still think Mario Kart quite can't be touched, it's, it's nice to play something different now and again. So, I'm and it looks great. So I'm I'm excited for that one. Um, oh, I'm gonna put you on the spot again, next guy with this one. Shenmue 3 for PC and PS4, August 27th. Is it actually going to come out August 27th? Oh, God. The fact that stuff like this is already announced, it just kind of puts doubt in your head that it's not going to happen. Because if it's announced early, they're always like, oh, I can just go back, it's fine. But, yeah, I mean, I'll I'll give them the benefit of the the doubt. It'll, It'll come out. It'll come out then. But, um... I think that's all we've got announced, but obviously there'll be a lot more games coming out that year. I mean, just off the top of the head, top of your head. I mean, is there anything you're looking forward to that's obviously meant to come out in 2019, but it doesn't have a, a date announced yet? Yeah. Um. So a few things um were mentioning um that uh, for 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 
from most of them for both of us. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, obviously oh, yes. confirmed for holiday 2019, even though we know nothing about that game, except that Respawn are developing it. And it's set and between it's three and four. <laughs> oh, which, which is, yeah, that's, that is something else. I almost forgot about that. So that's an interesting time period, something you know fans have been looking forward to having explored. I mean, I, I like Respawn. I mean... I know you like Respawn. You're, yeah. you're always beating that, that Titanfall drum. So, they've announced um, Titanfall 3 as well, I think. Yeah, that, that, there was rumours of that coming out before a similar time in 2019, though I'm hoping they won't make that mistake again <laughs> by savaging their own game. Because Titanfall 2, by all the reports, was a really good game, but oh, it just it was. got it was released, better, but, yeah, put out to was, die, you know? Yeah, it was better than COD and Battlefield, but it, it was never going to win that war, as you say. That's that's it. Like, but it, it that's definitely one to look forward to, though. It's Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, and indeed Titanfall Three as well. Yeah. If that is holiday twenty nineteen. Another one, uh, the Dark Pictures anthology, Man of Medan. What a t- title! Uh, that's confirmed for twenty nineteen. That's for those who aren't in the know. Uh, that's the next horror game from the studio behind ah. um, Until Dawn which, you know, was one of my favorite PS4 games. So I'm really excited to, to see what they do with that. It's supposed to be an anthology, as, as the title gives away. So there will be more of those to come. I'm really looking forward to seeing when, when that releases. Um, one for you, Guy, Xbox One, Gears of War 5, sometime in 2019. They've got to rescue that fran- that IP, that franchise. It, it deserves rescuing it. Four was good, but it just wasn't Gears. It was like a zombie version of Gears, and I didn't like it. And the ending was shit. I don't like it. <laughs> but Ge- Gears, Gears Five, from the small previews and stuff, seems to have gone back to slightly darker routes, which kind of I'm quite glad about. But they also did that with Gears Four, <laughs> so I'm still a bit worried about it. I think the fact that I may think of getting Gears 5 in Game Pass rather than buying it. It kind of sums up how I feel about it, because potentially it could it could resurrect the series, or it could fight, it could put the last nail in the coffin for me. So, yeah, I don't think I trust myself to pay 50 or 55 quid for it just yet. But, I mean, we'll, whether that's at E3, or if it's released before E3, I hope it's before E3, but I doubt it. Um... Because it'd probably be announced by now, but um, yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to Gears Five, but I'm also worried what it, damage it could do to finish off the franchise. Because I think we both love Gears of War, don't we? We do, we really do, and I, I'd share that sentiment of I'm I'm somewhat e- excited, but I'm I'm pessimistically excited. <laughs> you know, you, you got to keep checking yourself and be like, yeah, but Gears Four, and yeah, but it's you know, it's it's not epic anymore. And, you know, you, you gotta you gotta consider those things when when kind of tempering expectations. Like, but hopefully, hopefully they knock it out of the park and, and give the Xbox One it's gonna last hurrah because that's probably what that game will be in terms of exclusives. Um, so I really hope they 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 knock it out of the park. Um, another game, obviously, we discussed earlier. You know, so we we won't say much more on it. But the Outer Worlds, obviously, is is coming out in 2019 as well. So. That's certainly one to, to look forward to. Um, and another Game Awards announcement, Psychonauts 2, finally kind of has a release window 2019. Um, 
you know, I never got around to Psychonauts 1. It was always something I wanted to play, but mm. the game, you know, one of my friends, it's one of his favorite platform games ever. Uh, did, did you play the first Psychonauts? No, I mean, I'm not, I've never really been the biggest platformer. Um, apart from Crash Bandicoot. I mean, whilst we're on, whilst we're on platformers, Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy is the hardest game in the world. It... <laughs> It's 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 worse it's worse than Dark Souls. I, I, it's, I, I'm I've t- I've pretty much mellowed in my old rage, Carl. But Crash Bandicoot is infuriating. <laughs> but no, I've not I've not played Psychonauts. Uh, I, I, I couldn't. I know I watched it, but I can't remember two either <laughs> on the on the preview um, on the Game Awards, I should say. But um, yeah, I mean whatever makes people happy. But the next one. Uh, I think I mentioned it earlier, is, is Skull and Bones, or the next one I, I know is on the list, is, is Skull and Bones. I mean, I thought it was, I thought it was announced for early-ish in 2019, but obviously not. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. I really want a good pirate game. <laughs> and this, this looks like it could be it, and I obviously mentioned Atlas earlier, but the, I mean, them two games are, are possibly, personally for me, obviously will speculate on a couple others but out of the two that we know exist i mean atlas and skull and bones are probably two of the ones i'm looking forward to just because i want a bloody pirate game <laughs> that's no uh, you know i i i i'm with there with you on on skull and bones i mean we we discussed that game at length we, we probably gave it more um kind of discussion than many people would have expected back nah. when it was shown off at e3 so i mean you know that that kind of sums up how much we are looking forward to that like i, I love the, the ship battles and in, in the the assassin's creed series so i'm really looking forward to a game that's that's purely dedicated to, to that and, and goes in depth so you know and, and I'd, I'd expect that to be kind of maybe a a summer i'd expect us mm. to see that announced soon the release because i expect that to be kind of in the summer lull that's a good time for that yeah game. So uh, I'm. I mean, I am expecting we'll we'll get that sooner rather than later. The only thing um, about that is that Ubisoft tend to do a spring one, and obviously Far Cry's took that spot now. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind true, of that's true. kind of pissed on that that chips. But um, I mean, wh- what's that? Uh, uh, oh, what's it called? What's the monkey game called that Ubisoft are doing? Oh, Beyond Good and Evil. Beyond too. Good and Evil. I mean, we might as well get into the speculation now. Yeah, I mean. that's a good good segue yeah. into the playing Devil's Advocate. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'm going to come straight out and say Beyond Good and Evil 2 will not be coming out in 2019. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Anyway. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's next gen now. Quite, mean, quite possibly. Yeah, I mean, when it's announced, I think we've seen, what, 30 seconds of stuff? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, then we saw 10 minutes of um, pretty much someone's version of instagram which was shit <laughs> yeah uh, but yeah i mean i, I don't think that, i don't that game might not even exist <laughs> um but i mean obviously i'll let i'll we'll start with the last of us because i think that is the biggest one yet to be announced and whether that where whenever sony announced that i mean that must be the favorite for game of the year um 2020 maybe <laughs> i really don't think i mean we i know a lot of people in in our whatsapp group kind of fight with me on this one they they think it will be out next year but i still don't and i think i think when days gone was delayed till april that even the people that were optimistic of it coming out in 2019 started to kind of second guess themselves um i just can't see it. i i wish i was i'd love to be wrong because i want that game as soon as possible 
but I think that's kind of a you know I'm I'm looking at like May 2020, kind of similar time to when the original Last of Us came out, um, back in in 2013 now at this point, um, like I, I think we're we're looking at a, a 2020 release there. But again, I would be glad to be wrong on that one. Um, what do you think, guy? Did you have it slated for 2019 or? Um, I thought it'd be 2019, but you kind of, you kind of t- turned me to the dark side. I think, obviously, we'll talk about Project Scarlet and PS5 or whatever the hell we're going to call them uh, as well. But I think it makes sense that it'll be either be the very last hurrah to this gen or and and then start for the next gen because it'll have the meant to have um, seamless transition or backwards compatibility what the hell we're going to call it um so yeah it, it could possibly make sense for 2020 but i think it could be either because obviously with the only thing is that playstation are obviously not going to do e3 and they're not doing um is it psx as well so if they've got nothing to announce why would they just randomly shove out their biggest exclusive <laughs> without any big stage to put it on um that's, that's that's the other thing yeah i mean i i think like i, I think i think psx will be back in 2019 in december and obviously yeah. we'll get to that um later kind of why and I, I think that's when kind of last of us will get like kind of its last big showing and then that's why i, I think we'll see it uh, kind of in the, the spring, early summer type of time, kind of just before E3 the following year. Uh, I think I think mm. that would be the last of us, just as the first Last of Us was previously. That That's my opinion. Again, I'd love to be wrong. I'd love the Last of Us <laughs> to come out next year, but I just don't see it, um, unfortunately. But again, happy to be wrong. But one game, one game that I'm probably anticipating just as much as The Last of Us, and I'm guessing you're anticipating it even more, is Cyberpunk. And I oh, yeah. do think that game will come out in 2019. Yeah, I mean, the fact... I think CD Projekt Red don't release... Obviously, they've been so secretive about this one, and then it was obviously E3 last year. It's... It must be close. I don't think CD Projekt Red would have shown anything until it was nearly ready. And maybe, I think Witcher 3, if I remember correctly, was a summer release. Um, I not. I think this might one move, move to fall, uh, move to winter um, period or Christmas period, whatever we call it. Just because there'll be more fanfare of it now. Because CD Projekt Red went from, okay, they make the Witcher series, to, okay, they make the best games in the business. <laughs> um rung of the ladder it, it, they've, they've definitely gone up with Witcher 3 so I think it, they may move that to the November period Um, yeah I think it has to come out next year and well if you think it, well if we now think uh, The Last of Us is going to be 2020 I mean Cyberpunk out of the ones we know of it must be favourite for Game of the Year then yeah no definitely I, I think I agree with exactly as, as you said I, I think it'll come out in the fall um, as much so because I, I don't think this fall will be quite as stacked as, as 2018's fall was. Mm. Uh, you know, because I, I think 
nothing to avoid. You know, <laughs> I've I've said before I don't ex- I don't even expect the Call of Duty in in 2019. I've, I've speculated on that before, so you know let me put that in my 2019 preview as well. I don't think we'll get another Call of Duty till 2020. Um, Battlefield, we definitely won't be getting another yeah. one because they've still you know, got a release Battle Royale. <laughs> well, exactly they, that, and then they've already kind of somewhat. Of, I don't know if it's officially, but it seems to have gone into a two-year kind of release schedule. Mm. Um, so I think you're really only tussling with maybe like Gears of War, which is a, a platform exclusive, and then um, obviously Star Wars. Um, the, that that's basically it, really. Like, there's not a massive amount of big titles that I expect towards the end of the year. So I think Cyberpunk could have a kind of a clear run at being the game of 2019, um, for for mm. sure. And so, there's not uh, there's not really anything from the big AAA producers of games. Is it? Obviously, Bethesda's got Rage Two, and I think Doom. Doom Eternal. Eternal. That's, Doom that's Eternal. another game I was yeah. going to say. Like, yeah. is that official for 2019? Or it wasn't on um, that list. Look, I'm not sure. It must be. Bethesda don't tend. Obviously, they've done it with. Um, start, uh, what the fuck is it called? It doesn't have a release. No, I don't know. Obviously, the, the I think the only ones they've kind of previewed a bit of ages away is the new Elder Scrolls and. Oh my God! What the hell is it called? Star, thingy. <laughs> What's the other one? <laughs> the other IP. People will be screaming at me. Um, Elder Scrolls. No, the other one. The oh, new one. Uh, Starfield. Starfield. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. God, yes. Um, yes. Oh God. Yeah. No, we won't see them for. A few no, years. I mean, yeah. and I'm hoping. I'm hoping the reaction to Fallout 76 has pushed Starfield back because, as a friend of mine said the other day, he is glad that Starfield is next and not Elder Scrolls Six yeah. because. He has. He's thinking now that the next game will be bad because Fallout 76 is bad. So I'm hoping uh, that Starfield maybe gets delayed a year so they can work on it because I'm really excited for mm. for them to kind of to go into a, a new kind of setting. Um, yeah. For, do you for think, sure. Do you think? Well, obviously we've mentioned Ubisoft with Skull and Bones. Oh God, do you think they could finally announce anything big? Out. I mean, we're probably. I know Siege is. Uh, Rainbow Six Siege is obviously ongoing. Do you think would you Splinter think... Cell? Splinter, I think, yeah. I yeah. I think Splinter Cell could be announced at E3 and released uh, in the fall. Honestly, I, I do yeah. I do expect that. Um, yeah. I think obviously we know there's going to be no Assassin's Creed. I mm-hmm. don't think Watch Dogs will be coming back anytime soon. Um, Rainbow Six is still making waves. They don't need to release a new one. Yeah. Um, so barring maybe a new IP, I, I think Splinter Cell makes the the most sense for for um, Ubisoft as their fall game. Yeah. Um, so I, I would look forward to that one. Um, I'm going to challenge you now, Mr. Switch owner. Um, oh, a few Switch games that, that uh, kind of we don't know when they're coming. Um, Bayonetta 3, do you think we might see that in 2019? Ooh. I mean, would you? Wasn't Bayonetta 2 was a good few years ago now, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it was, it was uh, obviously a, a Wii U. Was experience. it? Oh, God. <laughs> but uh, it, it's since come to the Switch. Um, but yeah, like I mean, they, it feels like they announced. Well, they announced Bayonetta three when the Switch came out. So it just it just feels mm. if it doesn't come out next year, when is it going to come out? Yeah, I mean, it does make. I mean, we're, we're kind of well. We might as well segue on. I know we've mentioned the Switch there. Uh, 
do you, well we're kind of running out of time for on this gen if if we if we if our logic is correct i mean is there anything unexpected you could think as a, as a final goodbye to this gen obviously we're, we're thinking we're in the last two years do you think we might see a pre like do you think we might get halo this year as a surprise or do you think we're still far no, away no i think i think halo's a next gen title yeah um i mean i'm i don't think the current consoles really have many surprises left in them in the in terms of the playstation 4 and and xbox one i think i think the switch is the one console that's currently out where we might still get more Mm -hmm. surprises obviously because it it still has years to run on its life cycle um but you know i I think uh, and i I think that's what's interesting to me why 2019 could almost be the year of the switch in that you know xbox and, and sony are kind of winding up and and waiting for what's next whereas you know that that's why I'm I'm interested. In can switch strike while the iron is hot and, and get Bayonetta three out there, get Metroid out there? Oh my Though god, Pokemon! Severe, and Pokemon. That was oh the other one god. I was going to say. Those three games. I mean, I think obviously Pokemon they've loosely said is coming out in 2019, but I think it's imperative that they get Pokemon out in 2019. One because as I said, Switch has somewhat of a free run, and secondly because they've got a Pokemon movie coming out next year, a Pokemon oh. movie that people are genuinely excited for. So the idea of when you've got the hype from the movie, getting a Pokemon title out there in and around the same time, I think is massive. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, Pokemon could easily be the biggest, if not the best. I mean, it could be the best if it if it's anything if it's similarish to Zelda Breath of the Wild. Um, but I mean, Pokemon will be the biggest and most popular. I mean, we I think we haven't discussed the actual figures, but I mean, Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee have been the biggest game on Switch so far. Now imagine what an advanced version of that could do. It's uh, yeah. It has un- I think it has unlimited potential. And I think you make a good, a good point that there's going to be um, Detective Pikachu, um, which looked, it just looks good fun, um, and the Switch has pretty much a free pass because obviously maybe Xbox has a free pass at E3 as well because they they can just show whatever and get away with it. But the Switch could really take advantage of it because as you say. The, the the switch is here to stay whether they release a, a new body version of it or a new um gen of it in in whatever uh, it, it's still going to be the switch maybe just an upgraded version of it but um I'm, yeah i'm loving the segues guy you know oh. sliding it right in there to, to go into to hardware it's almost um, like i do this for a living <laughs> oh it is it is it is <laughs> But um, yeah, the, a new Switch. I mean, that that's kind of what put me off buying a Switch, pulling the trigger, you know, around Black Friday like you did, uh, was the, the idea of a new Switch in, in the summer. Um, I mean, there's talk um, it, it, of kind of, it, you know, it seems almost guaranteed that it's coming, although Nintendo still haven't officially confirmed it because they want to keep selling the current consoles. But, I mean, what do we think it's going to be? I mean, is it going to be a new Switch, as in like a more powerful version of the Switch? Or is it going to be simply a, a slimmed down, handheld only version of the Switch? Or both? I mean, what's your, your gut feeling? Um, I think it could be both. I think that, I think it'll definitely be more powerful. I think they'll upgrade the battery life and stuff like that. Um but I think I think it'll overall be similar. I think it'll just be like not an Xbox One to an Xbox One X type type thing. 
but I've, I think it'll possibly be a slim version, more well, it's not even loud, but you, you kind of get what I mean. <laughs> when you get the original Xbox and then you get the Xbox One S, it's, it, everything's quiet, everything's sleeker. I think it'll be like that, although the Nintendo Switch is already pretty much just like that, so I think it'll just in, in possibly get a bigger, more screen size, but um, and then better battery life. I think that could possibly work. Um, and then possibly more hard, more like controllers and stuff for it, because obviously I think they've got pro controllers and stuff. Um, so maybe just improve the accessories to it as well. But yeah, I think it, I think it could, I think it could be right. It is that it could be the year of the Switch next year? It, it could well be. Um, and I mean, I, I just wonder when they announce this Switch and when it comes out. My gut feeling is probably a January announcement. Mm. You know, during they tend to do directs in January. Um, kind of to hype up the coming year um, and then in terms of release date you know quite possibly the summer that seems to be the rumours but I feel like if they release this they need to release a game with it I think yeah. it's probably too early for Pokemon I don't think Metroid is going to be a 2019 game so that's what I wonder if maybe we could see Bayonetta also announced in that direct and if we could maybe have a new version of the Switch and Bayonetta 3 coming out in in um kind of may june time uh you know that that would make a lot of sense to me yeah yeah absolutely i mean it just it makes a hell of a lot of sense to introduce this new um what's the new era of uh, switch in, in with, with some big releases and as you say pokemon it seems to be if anything, it'd be same winter release cost maximize it and stuff. And I think Pokemon's Pokemon nearly outgrew Nintendo. It's almost its own franchise because I think it actually is as well. Uh, so I think they'd maybe want a Mario or a Metro, a Metroid or whatever um, to be to be that one. I mean, maybe if they thought it helped, they could have delayed Smash. But I mean, Smash is one of the biggest ones of this winter period. Um, yeah, I think they kind of needed that um, kind of for yeah. the holidays. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, and Nintendo don't don't do things by the normal, do they? Obviously, normally big announcements. Are, <laughs> no, they don't. Yeah, normally big stuffs at E three, but uh, with Nintendo, it's like they'll probably just release it one random week in, in the year that nobody's asked about. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it, I think I I quite like the Bayonetta free show. I think the first one got Game of the Year, if I remember correctly. So I mean, if if Nintendo's big releases are Pokemon, Bayonetta, whatever Mario, I think the as we said in the preview, there's Mario and Luigi something. Yeah, uh, Mario Bros. Um, U is getting a, a port to the Switch, and although it's not exactly exciting, it's still gonna move millions. It's gonna, of yeah. Units. <laughs> I mean, you That's, could without a doubt, you could send out an empty box that just says Mario on it, and it'd probably sell a decent amount. <laughs> it, it pretty pretty much pretty much and. Um, obviously I'll be holding out for my Persona 5 possibly as well like that'll be another mm. exciting game for, for that'll move some uh, not massive amount but some units certainly especially in its, its home country of Japan so I mean it could be massive for the Switch but you know as much as the Switch might dominate 2019 in terms of kind of what's actually released um, I, I think in terms of kind of generating hype and and excitement you know the the other two companies will, will certainly have their say and i don't want us to spend too long kind of 
kind of speculating on mm. the hardware for the PS5 or the next Xbox because, you know, I'm sure in the coming weeks there'll probably be a lot of rumors and, and we'll probably kind of bring them together and, and possibly do a show on them. We, we've already done a show on speculating on next gen. Check it out. But um, Cheeky plug. <laughs> what, what I will ask is two, two questions in, in terms of, uh, we'll start with the Xbox. When and where do you think Microsoft will announce their next Xbox and will it come in, in 2019? Because although I don't think these consoles are coming in 2019, there still are some people that are adamant that, that they they expect, you know, a new console in, in 2019. So um, where do you think we're, we're going to see the Xbox announced, Kai? Um, oh, God, I don't, I don't know if announced the right word, but I think we could see something of X I'm going to call it Xbox 2 rather than Scarlet. I think we could see something of Xbox 2 at this year's E3 because as we as we keep mentioning PlayStation aren't going to be at E3. Switch E3 is not their thing is it? They don't do big announcements there. So Xbox is there to just take take over the the big big hit of the summer. And if they announce Xbox 2 whether it's for this year or next year whether it's just highlighting stuff like uh, I mean there's been Obviously, the rumours we mentioned that it, you can get a physical console and you can also just get a, a, a web service app thingy, can't you? Um, so whether if they just announce that and say coming twenty twenty, um, it just it just it make I think it makes quite a lot of sense to announce it in twenty nineteen and then possibly have it come out in twenty twenty, and then then you're definitely ahead of the game with PlayStation. And I think we've we've said this on many podcasts, never mind just the next gen one, that Xbox definitely needs to be ahead of the curve on this one. I, I I actually agree with you entirely, Guy. I, I think if, if if it wasn't already planned, I think with Sony pulling out, I, I think it's it's a massive opportunity for Microsoft. Now, I don't think like they'll dedicate the whole show to the new Xbox, and like I think it might be because we might not even see the console, and we might not see a lot yeah. of games. But I think they might kind of give some hints as to to kind of the power of the console. They might kind of show off Halo Infinite and confirm it as a as a release for the next Xbox, mm-hmm. and maybe a couple of other games. Um, at the very least, I think what they'll do is throughout E3, you know, as other companies are announcing kind of games, you know, when you know X company announce their next big game, that'll be like also coming to Scarlet, you know, there'll be that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. That's the way they'll they'll carry the hype through. It, like they may well wait to the spring then to to completely announce it and show off the 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 actual hardware and kind of a, a larger library of of kind of games for the the console. But I think they'll definitely. I'd be shocked if we don't see something on this console at E3. I mean, they Xbox have always been. They haven't been shy to announce things ahead of time. You know, we we seen it with 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 Xbox One X. You know, so uh, I think I think we'll definitely kind of see see something on it, um, and I'm excited to see what they they have to show. Um, but I don't think it'll be coming in 2019. I'm, I'm with you there. I, I think 2020. Um, as I said, probably announced at E3, shown off in more detail in the spring 2020, and then release in fall 2020. That's that's kind of my kind of mm-hmm. expected timeline for for the Xbox. Um, as for PlayStation, where, where do you think we're, we're going to see PS5 and um, will it come out in 2019? Well, 
the only well, as you mentioned earlier, I think if PSX comes back next year, which is December, isn't it? Um, yeah. Usually, I think that's the only place they could announce it. If if they've pulled out of E3, that's that's the only place they can do it. Unless, I mean, um, who was it in the group? I think it was Ollie in the group who said, "Is is the Game Awards trying to over, starting to overtake E E3?" And I don't think it can just by just by the time what time it is in the year. But um, yeah, I mean, if it's PSX or the Game Awards, I think that's when we might see the return of PlayStation. But it might not be the PS Five, so maybe the year previous. Uh, the the next year I should say, but previous um, the the year after, so twenty twenty E three. If if PlayStation come back with a with a huge bang, that might, that might be the perfect way to do it. So I don't think we'll see the PS five. Maybe we'll see something similar in terms of just having a name and possibly exclusives and stuff that are, or day or day one exclusive for it. But I don't yeah. think we'll see anything concrete and massive on it till twenty twenty. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd probably agree with you there. Like, I, I think with, with PS5, it might be they're, they're happy to sit back maybe and let let Xbox kind of announce first and kind of just see what happens. And you know, I think maybe I, I think we will see something at PSX, but similarly, probably be a name, a few games, probably like oh, The Last of Us Two is coming to the PS5, and they Kojima's game. Why am I going? Death Stranding. Death Stranding. Death Stranding coming to PS6. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and well, possibly. And Ghost of Tsushima. I think those three games will probably mm. be all announced for, oh, for PS5. I, probably, I really, probably want, PS4 I really want Ghost well, of Tsushima. Yeah, but... <laughs> uh, I, I, I like the look of that. But um, yeah, so I, I think that. But I, I think, again, probably see more media information in 2020. And then it'll probably release the end of of 2020 but i do think we'll get both consoles revealed in 2019 at, at yeah. some point we, we might just have to, to wait somewhat for it um but it, it's certainly exciting to to kind of see you know 2019 be an interesting year i think it'll, think it'll be a year a mixed year in that there's going to be i'd say there's going to be some great games coming out but then we're also probably going to have an eye turned to the future um, and and kind of what's what's to come in the next year, you know that that'll be a lot of, of what we'll be we'll be talking about in in 2019. I'm I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think we've we've kind of summed up our our anticipations for for 2019 quite um quite well there. I'll 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 um I'll I'll leave you with one last question, guy. Like, but um on the spot, what's your most anticipated game of 2019? We'll stick to confirm games for now. Oh, so I can't do Cyberpunk. Um, oh, oh, you've you've done it. I'm gonna say the outer. I'm gonna say the outer lands thing, because that looked that looked right up my street. If I'm honest. Yeah, I'd say I'd say that's definitely a contender for me. Um, oddly, it might, might surprise a few people, but I'm I'm gonna go with Rage too. I'm honestly really oh, excited for that one. So. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Rage too. I'm I'm confident in Aid and, and Avalanche. I loved the Mad Max game. I had a lot of fun with that. So between those two games, I'm, I'm really excited to see what what they're bringing to to Rage too. And um, I think it comes out at the perfect time where there's just mm. nothing else coming out. So it's it's just great to to get into that. Um, but yeah, um, I'm not quite as good as segues as you. But um, <laughs> 2019 is so far away, guy. So, you know, I want to know what have you been playing in 2018 as as it, it starts to wind down now. You know, you said you haven't really had too much time with your Xbox, but I'm assuming maybe you've, you've fit in a bit of Switch 
in between recording podcasts and the like. So you you have you gone much further with with Pokemon? Finished Pokemon. Well, oh. I've fi- finished the story of Pokemon. I haven't gone out and collected all the Pokemon because I am human. <laughs> uh, I'm not that mental. And I've recently, as I mentioned, the most infuriating and my one of my favourite um, franchises ever, I've bought the Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy uh, on Switch because I thought it'd be perfect for it. And it is, but it's so infuriating. and I love that game. And I'm surprised I didn't say Crash Tag Team Racing for my most anticipated game, but it, it's definitely up there. And yeah, I mean Crash, Crash and Pokemon, uh, what I've been playing, and I, I think I played a, a bit of NBA um, 2K19 since we last played as well. Or, or that was on Xbox, um, but uh, yeah, uh, that's what I've been playing. Um, highly recommend Pokemon if anyone had doubts about it. Yeah, that that seems to be the sentiment from a lot of people. I had doubts, but it's great. It's so much fun, you know. Every, everyone seems to be saying that. Like, it, I, I am, a, I'm a bit jealous. I wish I had a Switch so I could play Pokemon. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I got it, picked it up from my nephew for um, Christmas. That and Smash Bros. and Smash oh, Bros. Just arrived the other day, and I was like, I want to play these myself, <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, um, no, I definitely want to be picking up a Switch. Sooner uh, rather than when later. When you when you deliver the gifts, you can play it then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. But in terms of what I have been playing, um, a bit, bit of a mix. Uh, played a bit more Red Dead Online. They rebalance the economy. It's better. It's Good. a little more rewarding now when you do missions. You get kind of money, and you actually think you're working towards buying things. Um. It's a little more stable as well. A little few less disconnections and missions bugging out and stuff but there's still a few issues still certainly sometimes you start a mission and it takes like five minutes to load the mission in you can just randomly the other day we had a situation where only one of my friends was getting the objectives the rest of us it would wait like five minutes and then suddenly spring the the objective on us at one point (laughs) we even failed because it didn't actually give us the objection at the time we didn't know where the carriage was um and it got got destroyed by other players so, I mean, yeah, it's it still needs some kinks ironed yeah. out, but it, it's is getting, it getting there. Yeah, yeah. Is it is definitely. it getting more is it getting more stable and stuff? That's probably one of the definitely. better questions. Definitely, they're, they're definitely tightening the, the the nuts as as they go along day by day, and um, so I'm you know, and I'm sure there'll be some, be some patches for it and in, in coming up and. Um, you know, it's a, it's a fun game when you have your mates on it. it you can definitely have a have a laugh with it. We, we've had some some good experiences. Um, plugging away at Assassin's Creed, trying trying to get that done, but it's hard. I'm I'm eighty odd hours in, and <laughs> I'm struggling. I actually had to drop the difficulty, not because it's hard, but because I figured I'd save some time if I can like uh, two hit pitch. things. Now, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I put it on normal. That's a, that's I a good show. That's previously. a good show, actually. Yeah, it's it's something I'm trying. Well, it it's still taking forever, but I'm trying. Um, and then the other thing I was at a mage recently. We we've been trying to bring couch co-op back, as I, I said on a previous show. Uh, we finished um Overcooked, which was a lot of fun. Though I was so salty when it ended because it turns out there's some weird glitch that only one player gets the final two trophies. So oh while God. my friend shows 100% trophies, I don't have 100% trophies, even though I did just as much work as him. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty disappointed in that. Though we did have to do a versus mo- uh, match for him to get the last trophy, and I won the versus match. So at least I have that. You have um, the mor- you have the moral platinum. Exactly. That's it. Yeah, I got the last laugh. 
And the other thing we then when we finished that we started playing a way out, uh, which people know oh, kind of right. was a, a game that got a little bit of hype around it there earlier in the year when when it came out one of those EA originals. Um, seems good so far. We've we've only played it for about an hour, but um, you know for an indie game looks good and the story's interesting and it's kind of got some interesting gameplay mechanics the the way you kind of you're you're working together to do things. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to, to playing more of that but uh, I've been trying to kind of spread myself out and play kind of a, a range of games um, hopefully I'll have some more things to um, talk about well actually definitely I will because um, we're not doing any shows per se for the, the rest of the year <laughs> we, we, we might have a couple of little things to, to release but we're not going to have any kind of news or what we've been playing kind of up to date things because uh, we're, we're going to kind of hibernate for the lull and, and come back in the in the new year I think is, is our plan at the moment not that that's much of a break for you Guy you know with the, the football schedule you'll, you'll probably be recording yeah. a podcast every night we'll, we'll get we'll get together on face off won't we Carl that's what we'll do we will, we will. We got, we got to get. We can't, we can't, we can't leave the people without, without our voice. You know, <laughs> definitely. There's, there's some good matches, matches coming up that, that um, I'll, I'll surely be around for. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm uh, excited for 2019. Excited to play more of 2018's games, and excited to keep this podcast rolling into 2019 as well. That, that's the thing you got to be most anticipated for in 2019. Absolutely. It's more. AI one up. None of this cyberpunk shite. (laughs) 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 But uh, we will finish up there, Carl. I mean, it's been a very good show, and hopefully you you will all enjoy uh, join us back in 2019. I mean, we'll we'll hopefully have a couple little shows that'll just be released randomly um, in the Christmas period, just to keep just to keep you ticking over. But uh, unless any unless any huge news springs, but I don't think there will be. yeah, uh, but we'll be back in 2019 properly. Uh, thanks for everything, Carl. It's been a first good year or so. How I, I can't remember when we first got together. But uh, hopefully the next year is just as big. Definitely. So thanks for listening, everybody. Goodbye. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. 
And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.